It's the Serena Pearl Unshow with a side of Dan. Unscripted, unpretentious, unpredictable, uneverything. And we're here to untight your uptight. Ladies, it's a new year. Not only is it a new year, it is a new decade. Ladies like us? Just you two. Yeah, because I was thinking about what about the gents? There's like five, you know. I don't oh, get any mail yeah, from what, them. Seven, what, 17 following the Trim Healthy Mama show and five following the Unshow? Yeah, but you know how men are, you know, they don't show up. <laughs> yeah, they're secretly there, they're though. They're secretly listening. Not yeah, totally. Yeah, but I'm wondering, I mean, it's a new decade. Who do you think are the biggest eavesdroppers, men or women? Uh, on what? Eavesdroppers on what, though? I don't Other know. Other people's conversations. Oh, women, a thousand percent. You know what? When I sit at a restaurant, I am all ears, my greatest thing is to listen to the conversations. Oh, I tell my husband about it all night. I said, do you know Do you know why they're here, honey? Because of this. And I say, and she just found out oh. this. And he's like, oh, really? Busy. He doesn't care. I'm like, busy. I wish she would care because so Serene was here. Oh, I'll even have to apologize to my husband. I'm like, sorry, sorry, I'm being so quiet. I'm just keeping my ear out for that table. <laughs> my <laughs> wife, she will bring me her phone and show me something someone said. And I'm like, away from me. Why do you I care? Don't care? I don't care about Honestly, what strangers okay. are saying. John, producer John, we're sitting. You're sitting at a restaurant with Dawn. Okay, is she interested in what the other tables are saying? You guys are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's to- yeah. She's totally monitoring. She's not really listening to you as much as the other tables, or half and half. Uh, I'm uh, half and half. I'll. I'll uh, s- sorry, sweetheart. In advance, when you're listening to this, yeah. she takes it a step further. One oh. of her favorite things to do when we're in the car yeah. at night. When we drive past other homes, she's so fascinated by like what's going on inside other people's homes, and she'll yeah, she'll we'll drive past a house and she'll they painted their walls. I was yes, like, what? <laughs> How do you even know? But that? there's usually a TV glare in homes, yeah, eh? Yeah, I but you're so not when she I, tells you things about the conversations at the other other tables, you you don't care either. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with Danny. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I like nah, a crowded restaurant because I don't like to just listen to one table. I like to have about three or four conversations yes. going. And you really think you're pretty great because you can sort of do it. If you're yeah. listening to three conversations and your husband, you're like, man, I am rocking it it's out It's like tonight. channel surfing <laughs> and you get to like, you know, watch a bit of each Do show. you know the best place to listen to conversations is the plane? Oh, remember our trip to New Zealand oh and, and, and me busybodying into that couple? I could have yeah. saved them. Serene actually got involved in the relationship and passed involved. a note. She that, passed a note passed to them. Note. I did. It what wasn't a relationship. Say? It was a stranger girl sitting next to a stranger boy. Okay. I'll say girl and boy because that wasn't a very mature thing that they did, right? But he was talking about at the beginning, they were just normal strangers, you know, sitting next to each other. So it was kind of like, oh, so what do you do for a living? Oh, yes. And where are you going? You're going to the blah, blah, and the blah, blah. And why are you going off of this? Okay, great. And they sit there quiet for a while. But then they started getting ginger ale and, and, and start drinking drink and drinks and yeah. strong spirits and, and blending them and doing this. By the end of the night, I was just getting abhorred because the conversation got it deeper and deeper and weirder and weirder and grosser and grosser <laughs> until they were French kissing, <laughs> totally drunk. In front of her kids. Totally yeah. drunk. And then she fell asleep, totally drunk because she got so wasted. Because this is like a 15-hour flight, right? Uh, like with her with her drool coming down his cheek. What a memory And for then them. he, I think, could take his liquor better than her. So she was totally drunk and wasted, but I and think he just- was still a little bit of awareness. So I passed oh, – he. <laughs> I passed a note to him and I said, hey, this is the weirdo thing I said. It's a little bit super spiritual, but I said, hey, um, 
I often um, hear things in my head, um, and and I, I heard this thing in my head for you, and oh, I'm just I'm sure passing this was along. Effective. Yeah, it yeah. actually was, and I did, and I said, I'm just just letting you know. I I um, what did I say? No, I said something like, um, oh, embrace wisdom, because she said, oh, so where are we going to oh. go afterwards? And I said. Uh, I just felt like I just felt like this word dropped in my spirit. Spirit, and I, and I said embrace I get lots of words dropped in my spirit, and I felt wisdom. like it was for you. I said embrace wisdom. Yeah, because that he had a girlfriend. You he, he had a girlfriend. She, he, he even told her he was talking to her about the girlfriend when they were sober. I love. He was going that. to visit the girlfriend. Embrace wisdom. It's so. It's like a like a a, a live fortune cookie. Because it was just like, you know, he was going to go and sleep with this girl. He didn't even, like, she was drunk and he was, like, not even. It was the wrong, just wrong yeah. decisions were happening. But didn't he come to you later? So, so eavesdropping can be holy. Yeah, but he came to you later and said thank you. Yes, he came to me. He and and they you. did not go to the same place that night. No, he she, went somewhere else. He she got, was in a bad yeah. mood too, wasn't she? Yeah, she, she didn't like airport. you. Yeah. She, she didn't like that you did no, that? No, she didn't I like don't think she knew that I did it, but everything was cooled down when she woke up. Oh, she, she had a she, little oh, she gave nap. you a look. I think she knew. I but love anyway. how unreligious, though, you you did it. I often hear things in my head. <laughs> yeah, I tried to do a little bit new agey and not coming across no, like good. a big Jesus you know, basher. 30 yeah. years ago, if somebody would have said, I hear things in my head, they'd be like, you're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Yeah. <laughs> but in today's world, that's actually like a cool spiritual move. Yeah, I, like I just, I get words for people. I get words, I yeah. said I get words yeah. for people and I got a, and this word came for me, embrace wisdom. And you're such a foreigner to pass a note. So foreigner. Well, you. I kept on imagining myself talking to him about it, and it just wouldn't come. So I thought, but in the end, you sort of felt really sorry for her because I did. at first you were like, "Why is she doing this in front of my children?" At the end, she's she's Serene said to me, "Pearl, I realized I was really being judgy, but I just felt so sorry for her that she what she's going through to be able to just her she didn't realize her value because yeah. she just I wanted to pass the note to her when she before she started doing the total jewel and total wasted. I was ready yep. to pass her note that said, "You're worth way much more." That yeah, was her note, yeah. but I didn't get to do it. And for it. some, you got to save them as though you're snatching them out of the flames. Yeah. And let me just tell you. that wasn't even that hardcore. Do you know why it came? Good old eavesdropping. <laughs> Good, yeah, back to your point. Of your feminine constructive eavesdropping. Yeah. I eavesdropping. honestly don't know if it's good or bad. Turn it's out good. good for you in that one. It's good. Eavesdropping will change the world. That's the title of this show. But actually, this... Uh, oh, you want, no, let, me, let me go tweet. It's not tweet, like we have tweet. a baby with us or anything. <laughs> it's the Serena Pearl on the show, and here we are again for a trim, healthy tip. Are you really hungry, or are you just dehydrated? Because I find that sometimes if I just feel like... Oh, the afternoon blues, you know, I just need, I don't eat Snickers bar, but if I did, I'd just feel like grabbing one. Of course one. you don't, you purist. Right, but the deal is, is when you feel like grabbing that Snickers bar, maybe you just need hydration. Maybe you just need something to drink. Some people confuse the feeling of hunger with hydration because it both gives you that sense of lethargy. And obviously snacks are important, but if you just snacked and now you want to snack again, maybe you need a drink. And obviously you don't reach for a sugar-sweetened soda. I mean, do a smart drink. Like, okay, here's one. This, this can set you on the road to being trim and healthy. Okay? A mason jar full of ice or just any big glass, doesn't matter. Put a cap full of apple cider a vinegar. A cap or two. That's yeah, like two about a tablespoon. People. Almost a tablespoon. I wouldn't do a tablespoon what? for starters, for starting Yeah, if you're people. not used to apple cider vinegar, start with just two teaspoons. And apple cider vinegar, man, that helps your weight loss. It's incredible at purging and detoxing your body. Oh, my goodness, a little teaspoon of ginger powder it gives it a oh. kick. And if you really want to rock it up, a 
pinch of cayenne, but you don't have to feel like you have to. It's not mandatory. But I tell you what, this sipper is so hydrating. You sweeten it with stevia to taste and fill it up with water. That hydrates all your cells, Danny. Nice. And it's so rocking. It like gives you this bit of like a whiskey. Yeah, and I'm, on, and I'm not thing. always wanting a bunch of water. No, that's my thing. It's like drink water. I'm like, I don't like water. Not only are you getting hydration, but you're getting a snack on flavor. Yeah, that's right. Your taste buds are feeling like they're doing something. You're listening to the Serena Perlan Show and Un, be very clear on this. It stands for unprofessional. Hey, that's the way we roll around here. We were talking about um, New Year's and stuff. Oh, so we've talked... We've talked about resolutions before. I don't do them, but I have this thing in my spirit this year. Oh, to eavesdrop a little bit. No, it's nothing to do with eavesdropping. Because <laughs> you hear even, words to eavesdrop. I don't eavesdrop. even know how we got on to eavesdropping. I have a word for you, Pearl. <laughs> she hears things in her head. <laughs> my my thing this year was atmosphere um, of my home, atmosphere of wherever I am. You, We all bring atmospheres with us. Right. And and sometimes vibes, we bring vibes like I could bring a stressful vibe and I could just bring a uh, vibe or to my family, like my children can tell where I'm stressed. Sometimes my daughter Autumn has said to me, she used to say it more because I used to get more stress, but occasionally she'll say to me, mom, I can just feel the stress radiating off you. Yeah. Wow. I'm like, oh, that's sad. I need to do something about mm-hmm. that. That's vibes right So there. this yeah, my whole thing is just atmos- wherever I go, I want to bring an atmosphere of kindness mm. and peace. So um, good. So that I'm bringing it, I'm taking it with me. I want to set that in my home. You yeah. know, as women, we set the atmosphere in our homes, yes. right? For sure. Oh, yeah. No don't argument. We? Don't we? No argument Although my whatsoever. husband has pretty strong vibes sometimes. Mm. But generally, I'm the one to set the tone, I think. Mm. And um, I was thinking about atmosphere how powerful it is and what we bring Mm -hmm. because you know in this new year i don't know some of you may have already seen it but we did this we filmed this show trim healthy mama show about uh, the whole lifestyle it's the story of trim healthy mama um it's a half hour show you can go watch it's actually on tv i haven't even seen this you haven't seen the show no i haven't even seen it no you haven't i've seen it i'm so proud of the way it turned out where can i see it I'll give it to you. John's going to oh, hook you good up. Good on you, John. John literally just It's on TV, it. but Serene's not, doesn't have a TV. You can watch it on YouTube, but it's actually really powerful. Like, um, I'm so proud of it, but the way, but but really it's it's not just about us, Serene, because it's about the people of Trim Healthy Mum and how it's not been us. It's been the sisterhood that has pushed right. us through it. It's the it's the mamas and we actually. The sisterhood meaning the sisterhood at large. At large. And and we interview like uh, three different people of how their lives have changed and um, and it's amazing. We actually wait a year. We um, meet with a newbie and then we encourage her in the plan like she hasn't done the plan. And then a year later we see we go back to see how she's doing. And it's just incredible. It actually gives me goosebumps. So this was filmed. This paused for a yeah, year. Yeah, a year. And then we. And, and you th- had planned this over a year ago? Uh, we, yeah, this thing has been two years in the making. I know nothing. Yeah, I'm sorry, Dan. Dan, you're it's just fine. here for the intros. I'll throw you a piece of. <laughs> for those fire intros. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I want to talk about atmosphere. This um, team we worked with, this filming crew for this show, Trim Healthy Mama Lifestyle, this show that we did, they brought such an atmosphere of it. It, it was really like um, intense days of filming. It could have been very stressful, right? Yeah. They could have walked around like 
just barking at each other and let's do this and that's not right. But they brought this atmosphere of professionalism, integrity, peace, fun, kindness. I mean, these guys are the humble, humility. These guys are probably the one of the best in the world at what they do. Like they are, you know, I don't want to say all the names, but they're Food Network people, they're HGTV yeah. they're pretty, people. They're, they, they're big time. Oh, okay, big we, time. We spent the money on this because we want it to be quality, but this team was incredible. I mean, so <sighs> humble where they were like even slowing down to show our children like oh, talking ideas and tips and tricks if they wanted to ever get in photography. Probably the and best blah, blah, blah. in the world, and yet they were just, I mean, it makes you cry at how kind they were, how – um, they just got our our wavelength. They were just they didn't gentlemen, come in with their gentlemen. with a big pushover, big city, New York kind of like uh, we're here. Get with the picture. So Serene and I had a lot. It was very intense for us, and we're busy ladies. So it could have been such a stressful time for us. But they brought an atmosphere of peace, and let's just get this done. And oh, so you messed up. Doesn't matter. Let's do it again. You know. Um, so there, I'm just talking about atmosphere. There was a choice there, but they had trained themselves. I believe trained themselves to bring an atmosphere of peace. Do you know right? why? I feel like they realize what actually fosters creativity. For yeah. sure. <laughs> they realize that they get, um, just much more. Accomplished. film of people when, they, when people yes. are at ease, when they're peaceful, when they're not stressed. You have to baby the on-camera yeah. people. You know, people think that you're going to get so much more done when you're flustered and you run around. You know, when you've got a deadline, what do you do? You usually run around like a chicken with its head cut off. But they had deadlines, but, you know, to heck with them if if, if it it didn't happen. But, you know, (laughs) the thing is they know that to get fussy is to ruin the deadline further. There's just no fussiness. And all I'm saying is there could have been, there could have been, because case in point, recently we were with another film crew, Serene, doing some other stuff for TV. And it was oh wow! It was wow. the polar opposite. I at one point wanted to cry. My baby, oh my gosh, like was happy and joking in the car, and yeah. we we Got there opened into the the studio, and she immediately started bawling. The, the vibe of the whole place was. The atmosphere was like, this is not family-friendly, this is not child-friendly, we have a certain timeline, let's do it. They were snapping at one another. They weren't – they didn't try to make us feel family, whereas the other ones, you know, the ones who were actually even more quality, right, they were like, no, we're family. You and I, we're family, right? It was like Thanksgiving. It was like – Like we're all long-lost cousins and we're getting together and there's no I'm better than you and look what I've done. No, there was nothing like that. But it was just like we were f- so family by the end of it that they were going to turn up on Thanksgiving, yeah, basically. It was like yeah, that. Thanks. I had to clarify. But the, the difference in atmosphere, <laughs> and I realize now, it was just how they trained themselves, how what they decided in their head was had worth. Yeah. Um, they realized that an atmosphere of peace had such worth that they cultivated it. Right. And I... For me, this new year, I want to cultivate that in my life. I want to cultivate that in my home. I want to cultivate that in my relationships. I want, I want to-, to cultivate it, not that I go many places, but in my car. A lot of people yeah. are in their car huffing and puffing and mumbling yeah. under their breath about, oh, when I get home, I've got to do this and I'm off to work and I've got to do You know, car can be either a place of total um, relaxing into peace or yeah. it can be winding yeah. yourself up. 
And it was two almost identical uh, identical situations, right? You had to get things filmed and you had to get it done mm-hmm. and done in two completely different ways. So that's life. We yeah. all go through challenges and it's how do we choose to do this? So it, just a choice. Good. And then that choice is practiced and it's honed. And they had the atmosphere of peace to just I mean, I'm sure they're, they're not perfect people, but they yeah. cultivated it. was a muscle and they yeah. practiced it and it was good. That's so And I good. want my muscle of peace to be cultivated, to be practiced this year. So I'm going to be practicing that. That's yeah. my New Year's one resolution, thing I'm going I guess. To be doing, uh, it's kind of on a similar subject, Pearl, but one thing I'm going to be doing this year, something I learned on Christmas Day actually um, was to see work as – serving mm. and not as work mm-hmm. not as just busy uh rush because normally I would go to mum's house for you were on you were on a cruise yeah but we would normally go to our mother's for the Christmas lunch but we were doing it in the evening of this Christmas so I put on the big Christmas lunch so that's like you know, you got to go baste the turkey. You got to go do this, and you got to rush around check that the potatoes aren't burning and all the stuff at the same time. Oh, I felt very sorry for myself the and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. Times of that. But I got some feelings this Christmas, like oh, I'm the only one up and working, and look at them <laughs> lounging in their pajamas, like eating their stocking treats, and just yeah. like you know, uh, uh, just looking up at the sky and dreaming. And then I'm thinking, no, it's Christmas Day. Let them. This is what I do. I serve my family. This is what's fun. This is not work. This is how I'm loving upon my family. This is how I'm creating memories. This is how I am making Christmas for my family. What fun. And just that paradigm shift for this is how, this is the magic I'm bringing to Christmas. Like this is, this is the memories that my mom did for us. Like this Mm. is her gift. That was our gift to us to like make Christmas so amazing. This is what I'm doing. When I saw it as a gift I could give, a service that I could bring instead of work, I had energy through the roof and I never felt frazzled. But whenever I drifted back to, oh, this is work and look at those lazy bums, frazzled, tired, <laughs> and totally in a bad mood. But it's just a paradigm shift. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm bringing to my new year. As I work around my house, as I'm doing duties for my family, it's not duties and work. It's service that I'm bringing. And I feel like it's going to change exhaustion to energy. No, that's good. And, and just for everyone out there, your family um – they're not lazy bums. I mean, you actually have trained them to work around. No, they're the home not lazy bums. But you know, I felt like that yeah, on Christmas, Christmas Day. Day. Yeah, yeah and the, so on. they should be lazy it, bums on Christmas exactly. Day. Exactly. But I, I just feel like there, there's a balance. Like some women just do everything themselves and let their family not be trained. But that's not what you've. Done. Oh, I don't even do the dishes. Just no. so you guys know, <laughs> yeah. oh, my my children do it all. But you know, the, yeah, exactly. It's just, did Sam fight for that for you or did you instinctively? I, he's, no, he was the one that made me. I wanted to do the dishes my whole entire life. He made the Because I was one of those up. people that no one can do it like me. Mm. Yeah, um, that's but how he's my like, wife no, is. you don't. My, you know, you, you, you're busy. You've got to go do this and do that and read to the toddlers and do you this. You felt like it wouldn't be as clean. Yeah, yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah, like it. Yeah, that's that. That was my wife as well. She it took her way longer than it would have taken me to have children doing chores. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's the Serene and Pearl Unshow. Hey, let's talk about it. How to stay married. I've been in the Proverbs lately, you know. Oh, the good old scriptural Proverbs? The good old scripture, because I, I, I love them. But say you, you're not even a Bible reader, you got to listen to the words of Solomon. My goodness, he was like the wisest person on the whole entire planet. What did in, you say, Serene? In the Proverbs, 
just within about four chapters, I think I heard at least eight to ten scriptures about the nagging wife. (laughs) Better live in the corner of a thatched hut with a with with a not not a nagging wife than in a beautiful palace. I'm just this is my own translation by the way. Than a beautiful palace with a nag. Yeah, you cut the spirit though. Better to live on a rooftop than with the dripping faucet of a nag. Better it goes. Oh, I mean, they weren't. They weren't right next to each other. They were in different thoughts. Different. All of a sudden, that would come up again. Like he might be talking about being a wise servant or a wise son, or and then it would all of a sudden come back to the, about the nagging woman. I know why, Serene. I know why he had to repeat it so many times because it's so natural to us. Guess why? We think we know better. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, if I'm going to be a wise wife, I better listen to those words of Solomon and say, you know what? Time to. To, to, but to what's kill nagging, the nag, Serene? The nag Sometimes we me. think nagging means, why are you doing that? Stop that. But no, nagging can be so subtle like, uh, don't you think you shouldn't wear that shirt today? Isn't there a better one? Just all the stuff we know better than our husbands right. about. It, Couldn't we just hush up? I mean, he survived before we married him, right? Right. Somehow he made it through the day. And maybe nagging is teaching him how to deal with his own children. Mm. <laughs> or teaching him how to, you know, do things that are his own for his own personal life. All of a sudden, like how to to balance his checkbook and how to do. I mean, for goodness Daddy, sake. are you loving this right now? No, this is good <laughs> because, uh, yeah, it's I think every woman's battle, and it's also every man's desire to have some woman tell his woman what you just told these women. Yeah, because hey, you can't. Sometimes it comes <laughs> to the weekend, and I don't think I'm a nag. Like I reckon I'm working on this thing, but sometimes it comes to the weekend. I'm like, hey, honey. What are your plans this weekend? That is code word for I have a to-do list. Mm. Wow. And I think he's catching on. So that could be nagging too. I'm, I'm, I'm starting to find the deeper nags. We are the unshow. No rules, no filters, anything goes. You are listening to the Serene and Pearl unshow. Tell us your your New Year's thoughts, Dan Dan. Oh, it's huge, mates. Oh, Come on. Oh, it's just huge. I've never had a New Year's resolution ever until this year. Oh, I love it. Because you were again them. I was again them. Yeah. I was again them. I thought they were uh, brain tricks for lazy people. Mm-hmm. Mm, sometimes they are. Sometimes. Maybe most I've of the time. I've had those thoughts too. Maybe even most of the time. Because they're given up by March a lot. Of course. But they don't of- have to be. No, they Any don't. Any gym owner will tell you New Year's resolutions are jokes. Like I talked to the people at the at the uh, little place in my town, and they're like, man, it's buck wild till March. Big business in January buck, and February. Oh, huge business. The supplement sales. and the, <laughs> It's insane. Not to take away from no. people buying health products. Oh, no, right. But yeah, it's, it's absolutely ravenously insane. Um, it's not balanced. And so I've never made them and never believed in them. However, something about the turn of the decade yeah. Okay. You know, when I think of the twenties, I think of the the Great Gatsby, mm-hmm. times. the Charleston. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, th- there were several famous dances that mm-hmm. came out of the twenties. That's right. Uh, a, a certain the way Roaring Twenties. The yeah. Roaring Twenties. The Roaring Twenties. Certain 20s. way of dressing, darling. Yes. You know, a certain certain air air about us. Mm-hmm. Something something magic about the twenties for me, and um, I just want to launch out into the airwaves that this will be a year of magic and miracles oh, from, yes. in my life. Good, Danny. And 
there will be things happen that we'll all be shocked to see. Yeah. And that's what I'm feeling. Okay, that's so it's me. not specifics. It's just like you're so willing and open to wonderful, great things happening. Yeah, but I have some mental pictures that I'll reserve for myself. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I really feel like this will be a year of taking more ownership and creative control and direction mm. over what's happening around me. Um, not not living and saying, "Well, life happened, and I'm and I'm responding." And I love what you two both have have just shared because what you're talking about is, you know, you're you're either going to live with clarity and intention, and and actually design what you're doing in your life and where you're going in your mm. life, or you're going to pretend that life is happening to you and that you're responding. And I've known that. I've preached that. But something about the turn of the what decade. you're saying, Jenny, that you've known and you've preached. And that's another thing I want to tell you, Pearl and Dan and everyone out there. And as I speak it, you see, it's becoming clearer to me and it's becoming more of a, um, a resolution to me. But there's a lot of things that I have come to I come to the fullness of uh, a lot of uh, revelations I believe have been um, given to me that have helped me um, to higher ground in my life. But it's not just enough to have the revelation. This year I'm walking in it mm. even more. I may have dabbled because it was I was a newbie at it all, right. but this year I'm becoming a scholar of it all, not just in my head, I'm, but I'm actually going to become skilled at mm-hmm. performing it. So good. Yeah. And I think what you said, Dan, is very true, living with intention. Sometimes we, we, if we go through life just responding to things, I think maybe that's the difference between, you know, when I tried to showcase the two different teams against one another, one team was just responding like that happened. Oh, let's get stressed about that. Yeah. Whereas if you come in with intention, like we are bringing this atmosphere mm. of chill, of peace, of kindness, yeah. it has intention. That's how I walk. That is how yeah. I do things rather than I'm just, everything's happening to me, you know, yeah. and I'm just going to react. <laughs> Solly's crying. Now, now at my house, we would recognize that if it were one of my kids, your, yours may be different. But for us, that would be a, what we call a fake cry oh, yeah, where it's yeah. very overly dramatic. Do yeah. you feel that? Or is that like mama, baby needs her mama? Serena always feels baby needs. Yeah, okay, because she never can tell a dramatic cry. I, yeah. So every I'm always coaching my wife. I'm like, babe, that's you know that's a little pushed. Yeah, no, Serene feels like it's all baby for needs mama. Her. Do you know another? Thing? I don't, not to argue with that either. No, no, by the no, way. that's okay. But I've got another thing that I'm that I'm bringing into this new year, uh, and and it may help somebody out there. So I'm just throwing it out there. Yeah, we're uh, not saying these things to be narcissistic. No. I'm not. I'm we just saying, are saying them in case you want to join in. No, I don't mean that. That's way. what I'm, I'm just, saying to our, yeah. to our listeners. In case you want to join in no, with us. No, I didn't mean that at all. What I meant by is I have, you don't even know what I'm about to say, Pearl, so it's not like join in with us like there's a movement. It's just saying this is something that I feel convicted about. Yeah. And um, maybe the people out there don't even have this issue. Oh. So maybe it doesn't relate, but somebody might out there might relate and say, oh, yeah, that, that's that's encouraging is what I'm trying okay, to say. Yeah, it yeah. Might, might, it might just be encouraging to somebody. That's all I was trying to say. Um, is that not? It's not like I care about. Uh, it's not. I'm, I'm not a Martha Stewart. If you came to my house, you'd realize that I'm totally not a Martha Stewart. But I have a lot 
of warm bodies in my house. And um, there's a scripture in the Bible that says, okay, when the, um, when the, what does it one say? When the oxen are in the barn, the barn is yeah. a mess, basically. Yeah. Good paraphrase. Yeah. That was it. A- and, um, and, and, but, but a lot of work is getting done. But when the oxen aren't in there, the barn is clean. Yeah. Basically, yeah. is my paragraph. Yeah. I, I so don't want to stress about, because all day long, because I've got a lot of children, I feel like, okay, we do the dishes. Now sweep underneath there. Now remember that that's your job. Now remember your bed's not made yet and this is yeah. happening and then blah, blah, blah. Don't hang on the curtains. Take the crayons off of there and stop drawing all over the table. Like I feel like all day long I'm barking orders about inanimate things, about protection yeah, of them. Yeah. And I just want to lift that off. And yes, we've got family rules. And yes, maybe once a week we sit down and say, remember we don't hang on the curtains. Remember we don't get the crayons out and draw all over the walls. You know, maybe I just there's a time when we just make sure it's not – running wild but i i want to realize that the home is to serve us it's to serve my children so that they have a great childhood and i and i have a beautiful nest but it's we are not to serve the home and i feel like sometimes even though i'm the opposite of martha stewart i can get caught in this thing where i'm constantly trying to protect my home Mm. but now i'm realizing i want to protect my children's childhoods now i'm not a gentle gentle parent (laughs) I was scared to say it. Gentle so, um, parenting not, is I'm fine, not, but you mean, yeah. you. I'm not going the other way at all. And I'm yeah, not Actually, like, you are a gentle parent, but it's there's different forms of gentle right, parenting. Right. It's all good. But well, I'm into training and I'm, <laughs> into, and I'm into consequences and I'm into all of that. And my consequences aren't time out, mm. you know, blah, 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 blah. But I, I really feel like it's stressful for me when I just get wound up barking orders about my home all day long. Yeah. I just feel like I just want to – have the basic rules, but start loving on my children more instead of protecting my house more. It's good. It's good. You know it. You love it. It's a Serena Pearl on show. And now, what if you could? What if you could? What if you could? What if you could? Think your pain away. Dr. David Bressler is the head of the ULCLA Pain Clinic, and he works with people suffering from chronic pain. I mean, these people are constantly suffering. And one of his surprisingly most effective forms of therapy is using visual images of the mind. Um, Dr. Uh, Bressler has them visualize what the pain looks like. He like, tells them to almost give it a face. And once they have that, he's like, okay, now we're going to start to change that. We're going to change the image of that pain. We're going to reduce its size and we're going to reduce its intensity in our brain. And in the process, I mean, they've they've actually seen it in data, the pain, size and intensity reduces alongside of their visual imaging. Isn't that interesting? And I tried it out the other day, okay? Now, I know they say when you exercise, okay, I'm not trying to say I'm suffering from major pain and putting myself in that category. And it sounds so like shallow talking about something like exercise pain. But normally, you know, they say, think of the muscle. And the more you put your mind and your muscle, you get better results. But sometimes that just makes me want to give up. It's like, hurt, 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 hurt. Let's just like give up. So I was in this like Pilates move and I was shake my leg was shaking and I was like this is so ridiculous and if anyone talks to me right now I'm just gonna fall to the floor like a dying cockroach kind of thing I'm like no no this pain in my thigh and I was looking out the window it's off in the distance 
It's just like a little speck, that little cloud of weight. And I, ma- and I imagine all the areas of my body that felt no pain and they became large areas of my body. And that the thigh shaking deep burn muscle pain was just getting more and distant and more distant. I tell you what, it's the first time I actually finished that those amount of reps without actually thinking that I was dying. The brain is so powerful and I do think the more we concentrate on our pain and allow it to be in our minds, the bigger it feels and grows. I know that's a fact in my life. And you know, people say, well, that's just mind over matter, Pearl, but scientists are finally realizing, re- realizing mind is matter, mind right? Mind is matter. Danny, it creates matter in our body. It does. Right back in the olden days, they used to say, well, there's the machine of the body and then there's the mind and they're very, very separate. So we're going to treat the body and then we'll treat the mind not realizing what we know now, what science has revealed, that they are totally intertwined and they affect each other and you cannot treat one without treating the, the, this, the other as a The whole thing has to be treated as a complete whole. You're listening to The Serena Perlan Show and Un, be very clear on this. It stands for unprofessional. Hey, that's the way we roll around here. The vibes are real in the 20s, people. Yeah. So, clarity and intention. Versus, see, not just not just intention, but clarity too. I really feel there's something strong about saying what is going to happen. That's so true. Dan, in Dan. January, what is yeah. go- what is what are three things? Like, write it on paper. Mm. What are three things that will have things that have just previously not been happening? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? They don't just happen. No. Like you got to make God stuff said, happen. let there be light. Then there was then there light. Was. If That's, he never said, yeah. let there be light, there would not have been light. That's epic. And we are created in the image of him. When we speak, things in the hap. We keep talking about the quantum world, but the quantum world, we don't even understand it. Our words have impact of the things we see and the things we don't see. In the quantum world, things shift. Yes. People. So, yeah, I've been like you, Dan, Dan, not not a big believer in, um, you know, New Year's resolutions. But I think speaking out things that we want to um, enlarge our territory in, focus more and grow in, I think it's only good. Well, it's it just is. good. And it, it, yeah, there's some, I think there's some uh, natural and spiritual accountability changes that happen in our brains and just amongst us out there, you know, the, you, you, um, you say out what you're going to do, or you write down what needs to happen, things that need to change, things that need to upgrade or whatever. Yeah. And how they, you'll find a way, you know, when it's just this like wish, Mm. like when you're waiting on the genie, right? Mm. Like <laughs> waiting on genie. There ain't no genie coming. <clears throat> it's not. Like you just wait. We wish so much in our hearts, or or we're like, well, if something happens, that would be great. But what the only thing that's going to happen for sure is gravity. It's yeah. going to like pull you down. You know, yeah. like to really break through, right? To get through that atmosphere, yes. like you got to, you got to really. You got to do, and you got to speak, and you got to believe, and you got to be have intent. Otherwise, like. It's just responding and it's just wishing. And, and and it's like, you know, even I know this is not the Trim Healthy podcast, but it's like the journey. Well, we could wish ourselves to be trim and healthy and you're just sitting on the couch eating chips. It doesn't do it. But when you apply the principles, yes, it does do it. Yeah. And so I think that's why New Year's resolutions are good, but they're just for me, not New Year's. I want to just, I want to be that way for the rest, yeah. you know. Rest of the year and grow. Belief and action. Grow in grace. Belief and action. Belief hey, and belief, action. Belief, belief is and huge, action. Danny, and that's something that I'm 
I'm not just having as a New Year's resolution. I, I'm I'm going to cultivate it during the year. I was just reading it. I know it's like the Trim Mouthy podcast, just like you yeah. said, but I've got to say this just because yeah. it really runs in. Uh, you know, Danny, you were like, let me write down three things that I want to see happening in, in, in January. You know, um, I just feel like, and I was reading in Isaiah, I think it was 54 or 55, and it was talking about how my thoughts are not his, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Yeah, my ways are, that, yeah. are higher than your ways. But um, just before it said that, it says, you know, turn from your wicked ways because mm. blah, blah, blah. And, and in my brain, it used to always think, oh, that's adultery, murder, all this <laughs> right. kind of stuff. But why does it say it just before? Because my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. It's because the wicked ways are my thoughts. They're, yeah. my, they're my earthly thoughts, my earthly reasoning. And, and right after it says, my, you know, my ways are not your ways, my ways are higher. It says, because, you know, it's going to... Um, I'm going to send my word down like seed and it's going to not return void to me. So basically it's because my 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 thoughts, their words, their power. And then it says, I just love it. It says, and the mountains are going to skip and the trees are going to clap their hands. And instead of the briar, there's going to be the myrtle tree. And instead of the, it was some other, instead mm. of the whatever. So basically he's saying opposites. He says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. Because guess what? I think of the briar as myrtle trees. I think of this big mountain in your life, this big, huge mass of a movable object. I see it skipping and I don't see this just tree in your way, this hunk of wood. I see it clapping its hands. So you think your thoughts are so great. They're, they're wicked to me because you know what? They're thoughts of impossibility. My thoughts, look, they're opposites. My thoughts are mountain skipping people. I love it. Get with the picture. So that's why I decided 2020 this year, I'm going to believe in impossibilities because those are the thoughts that aren't wicked. Oh, that's good. That's, Spot on. Just, we need to can end we close with that it? one. Can we just... Can we just yeah. don't even have anything well, else? Well, you inspired Just play Dan? music. Just play Cut music. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.